to the Video Game Book Club Podcast. Today, we're starting our discussion on Katana Zero. I'm your host, Marcus, and joining me today, as always, are the homies. First off, we have Trevor. Next, we have Greg. What's up? And last but not least, we have a guest uh, returning, uh, my brother, Trevor. Um, what, what were you on? Uh, were you on something earlier this year, or was it last? You were on Titanfall 2, right? I did Titanfall 2. So um, we we decided for the month of December we'd have like a, a fan selection game. So we presented uh, my brother with three options, and this was the game he chose, which was um, Greg's Choice. So I'm going to kick it off to Greg so he can introduce all right, so there wasn't a whole lot of information on the studio or a lot of the background on the game, so this is going to be kind of brief. But I ended up picking uh, Katana Zero just because it was one of the games that was on my pile of shame. And uh, I saw one of my friends streaming it one day, and just kind of the art style and the uh, the music kind of had me intrigued, and I bought it and just kind of never got around to playing it, so time to check it out. Uh, Katana Zero was programmed by one person by the name of Justin Standard, who also is the found studio ASCIIsoft. Um, development on Katana Zero took roughly, a- and Justin used uh, Game Maker Studio 2 to develop it. Uh, ASCIIsoft also did a couple other titles. I'm not too familiar with them, but uh, they did Tower of Heaven, which is a handheld style adventure. Uh, Pause Ahead, which is described as a jumping and pausing action game. Uh, overpowered which is a platformer that was developed in 72 hours which is kind of like a 16-bit style katana zero is a 2d action game where the player controls a samurai-esque assassin by the name of subject zero and he completes various contracts given to him by uh, players have the ability to slow time temporarily which is a power that subject zero has from the use of a drug known as chronos uh, the game was well received with uh, 83 on Metacritic and to date has sold 500,000 copies. It also was nominated for several Best of the Year awards, such as Best Independent Game at, in 2019 and Excellence in Design at the Independent Game Festival Award. Uh, DLC is in the works to continue the story, which is supposed to answer some of the burning questions. And that's all I got. Um, and so you said that you chose this game because it was on your pile of shame? Yeah. So, um, Trevor, how, how come, what about this game stood out in comparison to the other options that we... I can't remember the other two ones, but I know, uh, like, their names. Oh, I can let you, know. let you know. Well, I mean, yeah, but I also won't... I, I, I just remember when I looked at them, uh, which, if you want to go ahead, man. Um, but I, I remember looking at all the three games looked the most fun to play. Um, wow. And I'm I trying also to remember liked, what I what I um, <laughs> put in there. I like the artwork um, for what I had saw from this game. Like, so I, I like the colors in this game as well. Pretty colors. You got it on hand, Marcus. Um, I actually, I actually deleted, deleted, it deleted it from my thing. thing. I know that my game was super hot. And you're saying super hot looked lame? All right. No, super hot didn't look lame. But I, 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 all right. That, that's a game where I think that one is VR, and I would want to. Ex- well, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> you don't have it is in VR, but you don't have to play it in VR. I know um, you don't have to, but I'm saying like I, if I was going to play that game, sure, it would look sure. like it'd be more fun. And, and, and uh, Trevor's game was Yester Grace, so I understand why you you skipped that one. Yeah, <laughs> the name sounds garbage. Uh, I don't. I don't think I even <laughs> knew at that time who was going to be playing it. So yeah, that's if, that's if fair. I know like, it was going to be Trevor. I would have, you know, suggested something else. 
He would have brought out the heavy hitters. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor would be waiting his list depending on who who is presented to. <laughs> like, man, I know I can get this one passed. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think when we had decided we were going to guess thing, there was a couple of people that we had in mind, and I think I hit you up first, and or maybe you were the first person to get back with me. I think actually was what happened. So, um, just just was curious. Uh, I'm. I uh not sad that we played this game. Like obviously I would have preferred to play super hot, but uh this was a good um I guess a secondary or backup option. I wouldn't have played this game otherwise. Do you think that it was better? Oh, we can get into that cuz I have some complaints. <laughs> <laughs> um so um yeah, uh what what did everybody play this on? I played this on PC. Yeah, I played on PC as well. PC and I also keyboards. I think you could add the. Yeah, I did controller on PC. Thanks. So I was the only one who picked this up on Switch. I, man, I thought about it, but like it was just on sale when when I, I think I think they were the same price, honestly. Yeah. And in hindsight, I, I wish I would have picked it up on Switch because this, um, kind of like we were talking about last month with uh, Into the Breach. This would have been a fun game to kind of like dip in, knock out a couple of scenarios and then you know go about my life i didn't realize it was on the switch so um i think when we when when i started playing this game like can i tell you guys i mean you guys are gonna know but what does this game make you think about no i mean that's that's obvious i mean do do we have to i mean it's not just us (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you get the, I guess the first thing that came to mind was Hotline Miami, right? Am I wrong in that? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I have been struggling. Like, I have been going back and forth on, I like, sometimes I'm like, do I like this game because it's fun? Or do I dislike this game because it's not Hotline Miami? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, like, I have been struggling. I, I ended up, um... I had talked to Dante a little bit about it um, because I knew that he had mentioned that he had started the game and didn't finish. And so when I got to a specific story beat in the game, I messaged him and said, is this where you stopped playing? Or, um, um, you know, what, what was the deal with that? And we talked about the game a little bit. And I I, um, I don't know. I, I it's, it's hard for me to gauge this game on its own. And I'm, I'm like super like... I feel extremely biased when I talk about this game because I'm like talking about it and trying to compare it in my head to Hotline Miami and telling myself this is a different game, this is a different game. But it's just like I end up saying, oh, this doesn't do this thing as well or it doesn't do this thing as well. And like I've been struggling internally when I've thought about this game after, you know, playing it and even during playing it. Has Have any of you guys had any of that or is it just me being the weirdo? I think initially like you draw the comparison but uh i I don't know for me i kind of felt like the time slow mechanic did enough and that like at least it kind of felt like a little bit um but Mm -hmm. i mean i I can get it though i mean i could see where you like comparing them so much and it doesn't necessarily give you the semi so thank you yeah yeah and then also when you said that this game i had no idea this was made by one person when you said that this game took six years to make and i just did like the math in my head i'm like that even that too i'm like he played he 
You know what's funny about that? <laughs> he, he said that, because obviously everybody makes that same comparison, but like I think I saw an article where he said he played the game and he doesn't remember much of it, but obviously some parts had to inspire him if it's like so close to it. But I think he said uh, what made him really want to make this game was a samurai gun. I don't know if you guys remember that. I think that was like mm-hmm. one of the giant bomb. Like, um, yeah, that, that was a game that influenced him. Yeah, and so like with this game, I don't think that it... Is like straight up just a clone of Hotline in Miami, but I, I just see a lot of clear through lines and influences, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And uh, one of the things that I did after uh, beating this game was looking, I, I, I sought out and I was like, let me look up some other Hotline Miami, like other, let me look at Hotline Miami clones and kind of see what distinguishes those uh, games and like what, what they bring to the table. And a lot of people were saying that this game has inspirations, but they wouldn't necessarily call it a clone because it does a lot of new things, kind of like you said, with the slowdown mechanic, just the the can like it being a 2D uh, side scrolling game versus, you know, Hotline Miami being a, a top down game. Yeah. Um, and and, and w- once I started seeing some of the other games that were clear, like same, you know, angle, same kind of gameplay, like kind of seeing some other examples, uh, good and games that did it poorly. I was just kind of like, okay, like I can, this game stands up on its own and it's like, I, I can better see it or I can understand when people say like, yeah, I, I mean, I can see it, but it didn't feel that way to me because before I'm just like, what? No, you, you have to see it. There's no way you don't see it. Um, uh, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just like a super huge, like, like I was thinking about it and I was just like, man, I think Hotline Miami might be like, it's like one of those, those games that I, I, I remember when I, I think I showed it to you, Trevor, when you and your uh, roommate came over when I was living in Birmingham and I showed you guys, I was like, you guys have to play this, sit down at my computer, play this game. And I remember introducing in, like it to you guys. And I, it's just like one of those games, like I, I've done what I could to try to introduce it to like different people whenever I could. Yeah. And, uh, uh, there was Anthony. Yeah. He liked it as well. Uh, yeah. And he, yeah. he got the, he got the games and played them. And yeah, that was, that was the first time I was interested in the game and I really like hotline Miami. Yeah. And it, this yeah. game does definitely remind me of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are, but like, I didn't have that same issue with kind of distinguish it, but there was one thing in particular, which when we get yeah. into the gameplay yeah. that, um, that I, thought was pretty similar to it so um let's let's do the low-hanging fruit first um the music in this game bangs (laughs) oh yeah for sure like (laughs) i was um i i I really i really dug um the music in this game and i and i think that this was all like i don't want to say licensed but like he used two specific artists i think for all the music in this game yeah um and it it's definitely set a vibe um the game is kind of like a dystopic like neo noir kind of like city i think it's called new mecca or something like that and um so it, it has like a very big like heavy cyberpunk kind of not cyberpunk 2077 but just that like aesthetic and um Lots of like neon, like like you know, Hotline Miami and like that Miami Vice kind of a vaporwave aesthetic, <laughs> like color palette. Um, Wasn't it super is... sick that he just he 
he puts the tape in the Walkman and starts like that. That's what I wanted to say. That little detail was so funny. Just, can I tell you that that, that that was cool, but then it made me think of Baby Driver. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> and it made me think of that, and I was like, wait, this game can't, like, I wonder if the because you said this game took six years to make, and Baby Driver was, what, in the last year or two? Yeah, something like that. Fairly recent. And I'm like, did he add this in later? Like, that that made me think of that, and um, I really like how the, he kind of implemented that. And there was a lot of, like, um... Like, I guess we we saying like distant future or whatever, but there was like, I mean, you, when you went to the, the level selector, like the continue, you, you would see VHS tapes of like the different levels. And whenever you, th- there was a heavy like CCTV kind of like camera style whenever you uh, watched your replay back. And so like there was like a, it's like the distant future, but there's also a lot of like, I, I guess it, I don't know technology. To me, that reminded me of Galaxy of the Guardians. Over the yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I the music in this game banged. I, I will say that I, I was really like, because that is that is something that I you know with Hotline Miami. I just remember like that being the first thing that stood out to me. I was like, this music goes and like yeah, I, it, it hit. It hit in this game as well. Like, especially, I think my favorite track was when you were in that club. Oh, yeah. That song good. was real sick. And then also, uh, when you play as the other character in the jail, that, like, there, there was some, there were some bangers. Um, I feel like that's a prerequisite for a game like this where you have to, you're going to be doing, like, a bunch of runs over and over. Like, you kind of <laughs> got to have, like, a good soundtrack, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think the, um, you know the music and the the sound design blend it very well like every time you restart like the way it kind of rewinds the music as well like I, the music just really fits this game yes yes and so not only you know is it does it have a good soundtrack but the soundtrack matches the game and i know i've said in a lot of games that we've played i kind of turn the the music off like if it's not really um if it's not really hidden but there were times where I was playing this game on Switch like late at night and you know I was trying not to wake my wife up but I wanted to turn up the sound <laughs> so I could hear the music I was like this this game kind of you kind of have to have the music um to play it and then uh piggybacking off of that just the look and like the aesthetic of the game it's like a it's pixel art but it doesn't look like um it's not like the ty- like I feel like w- you, I don't know if you guys feel this way. I know when I talk to Dante about it, he always feels like it's kind of like more generic now. It's like super tired, seeing yeah. like pixel art things and just like you're trying, you're 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 tugging at nostalgia, and it looks, it, it just kind of is lame, and it's not as cool as it was, you know, f- four or five years ago. But I feel like this game does pull it off, and there's like an attention to detail too, where like you're seeing subtle things, like you're seeing like. The steam coming up out of the coffee or the, the the guy's tea mug when he's like sniffing it when there's conversations going on you're seeing subtle things like eyebrows like shifting up and down um like when the dude is those, those two guys his neighbors are getting tortured and you're seeing like the the fingernail being ripped out <laughs> and like it, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like like I, I think this game partly because of the 2D, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, some of the detail and stuff you see in Dead Cells, but even, I think, to a degree more. Like, I think there's more nuance in this, and, like, I was very impressed with uh, the way the game looked. 
Yeah, I think it has a little bit more resolution than just straight pixel art because I think the backgrounds are less of have less of like a pixel look to them than the actual like sprite animations. Mm-hmm. But you know they work they work well together. You know they it it doesn't like look out of place or anything like that. Yeah, and like I, one of the things I would sometimes I'm worried about with games like that is you lose some of the. D- detail and some of the nuances with some of the characters and not being able to tell what is what, but I, I don't feel like that was an issue. And especially it being a dark setting, uh, like color wise, like color palette wise, there's a lot of dark colors, but I feel like there's still a lot of, uh, uh, v- uh variety and like, uh, expression put on characters' faces and animations and things like that, that I think that the game still clearly conveys like certain nuances and like facial tics and and uh, or uh, let me let me let me rephrase that not facial tics but like expressions i i don't know i i was i was really impressed with that because like i think the game looks striking if you're just looking at um stills of it but i think when you see it in action i think it, it looks it's it, it's more impressive than it looks <clears throat> um you guys want to get into gameplay then so um I'll, I'll let you explain that, Greg. Um, so for gameplay, I guess it, the general flow of it is kind of they put you into a and you go from room to room, kind of uh, dispatching enemies. But you've got uh, you've got this mechanic where you can slow down time, so you can use this in a couple ways. Um, use it to slow down time and reflect bullets back. You can use it to grab it. You can also use it to. Uh, dash through enemies, use that against the uh, shield that they use. I guess you do have a dodge as well. That's another thing that comes into play. Yeah, like a, a roll that, may, like it's a cancelable roll that you're invincible while you're doing it in certain frames, yeah. but you can also like jump out of it or slash out of it or something like that. Yeah, There's also items you can pick up in the environment and use those too. And there are like things like um, uh, smoke, like a smoke grenade. There's like a, uh, I think a lamp, um, a fire extinguisher, a Molotov cocktail, a, a sticky bomb type deal. And yeah. those are like you, you can only hold one at a time, so you can't just like pick up and have an inventory of items, throwable items. You have to u- use it or 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 use like lose it. I guess you could say. Yeah. And and then the way the game operates too is like you are. Basically, very similarly to Hotline Miami, where the uh, <clears throat> the uh, you're basically on one side of the door. I think the, I, I read a review that said the game lives in door, doorways, and you're basically on one side of a door, and you're planning on what to do to the people on the other side. And um, you're just basically uh, a killing machine. You are a like a a, a samurai, <laughs> a samurai, a katana wielding yeah. assassin. Um, and I think they, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll kick it to you, Trevor, but, um, it starts off with a, a tutorial that kind of explains, um, the general gist of like how combat, um, begins or how combat scenarios uh, happen in this game. And I think it did a pretty good job of like explaining everything to you in that yeah, initial yeah. tutorial. Yeah. It kind of walks you through like each thing you can do, like. You know, it freezes it for you and says, okay, now block this bullet. And, and you just kind of keep going through that until you add everything to your repertoire. And so, like, the the, the, the verbs of the game are you, you could, re- like, basically reflect bullets. 
you can just slash enemies straight up. And like Greg said, you have that slowdown mechanic that basically works on a meter that is slowly replenishing itself after you use it. Um, and so you kind of can use it to get you yourself out of like sticky situations where it's like, oh, you're like, you, know, uh, you need to get a jump on a group of people. Um, and I think that I think that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much it as far as, far as combat. combat. Like, like it's, 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 it's pretty straightforward, but there's a lot of nuances, nuances and like um, variety in it. And what were you about to say? I was just going to say, like, you, know, like you, you, there's no health bar. Anything kills you yeah. in yeah. one left or right on the map, and sometimes you go... Yeah, and, yeah. And later on, you kind of get a little bit more freedom as far as, like, how you want to take down, like, a specific room, because there's a couple different routes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's basically you 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 start and you see, like, a, a couple of different rooms, and you start at one, and you have to, you know, kill all of the enemies and get to the exit. And like Trevor said, where, you know, it's a one-hit kill, so you're basically trying to plan out how do I clear out all these, you know, all these rooms of enemies and get to the exit. And after you complete that scenario, then you get to see, like I said, that CCTV kind of footage of your playthrough, your successful playthrough. Because every time you die, you see, like, the tape basically rewind, and then it starts you back at the beginning of the, the, the encounter. And um, how many times did you guys actually watch the? Uh, I usually only... watched it. I would say I probably watched it at least half the times. I didn't. I felt like I couldn't slow it down enough to like for to uh, to watch the cool the parts that I thought I did were cool. There was a couple times where I was like, okay, that was kind of sick. I got to watch that again. But for yeah. the most part, I would. Uh, I was. I, yeah, I could have done that. without. Like I, I get it. it. Like it's definitely like um, setting a, a, a mood and kind of you know, uh, true to the setting and everything, but I, I could have done without that, like, or been able to turn that, that feature off personally. Yeah, it felt cool at first, but after, like, you get halfway through the game, then it kind of was, like, a nuisance. Yeah, like, after you finished each level, if it asked you, you know, like, hit a button to show the replay or something like that, rather than Scoop. just showing it automatically <laughs> and having Can to skip I, it. Well, there was one thing I wanted to ask, since you guys had used controllers... So the gameplay was a little. How did you? How did you use a right thumbstick? To, I'm assuming the way, like your direction. Nah, that, you just uh, use the. I mean, the left analog stick. You just kind of aim with that being at. But yeah, the right so analog you, like stick if, just moved the camera. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah so it, 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 on on mouse and keyboard, um, I I just used it was WASD or you know just moving left and right with that. But like wherever I was aiming. I could be running to the right, and my if my mouse cursor was towards the left half of my computer screen, if I if I clicked, it would it swipes the other way. So that was like one of the things I had to get used to. Um, and I couldn't, I don't, I didn't look, but I don't think I could control like how far camera. That that was the same on on a controller too, where like you couldn't like scroll to the full like room next to you or whatever. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, when because you're in a scenario where you couldn't see all the rooms. Yeah, that because that was one of the things that I what I, what I was saying earlier about how it was similar to Hotline Miami is like I, some, there was times where like because this game is very fast paced and I would not be able to see if it was like a really long hall and I mm-hmm. couldn't see everybody coming. If I'm running that way and they already are alert or aware of me and they're running towards me, they would and they, they could shoot their gun. Get out the of jump my on view. you. Yeah, they could shoot out of my view before I it, and it'd be much harder for me to react. Yeah, I, I ran into that a couple times and it was kind of annoying because I, I I felt like this game had a 
I would say maybe about four or five times where I felt like it was just like cheap deaths where it was like you wouldn't know until you had gotten to this that this thing was going to happen. Like situations where like I'm running and then a cop car pulls up and then I immediately have to like instead of going inside of this building I have to deal with these cops. Or like you're you're at the end of what you say? I know what you're talking about that that area yeah. Or you're at the end of, uh, you're at the end of, you cleared the, all the rooms out and you get to the end and then somebody comes out of a door. Or there's a, <laughs> like, there's a turret gun or something at the end. Yeah, yeah. It was just a couple of times where it was just kind of like, I don't want to say it made it like difficult. It was just a little bit annoying where it, it was just kind of like, I, it's not, I, I don't even want to say it, it, it wasn't like it was, it wasn't fun. It was just kind of like, why why why'd you do this <laughs> like i don't really know how to describe it it was just kind of like a nuisance if anything where it's just like i cleared this room out and then i got to the end and now you just throw this random enemy at me i got killed and now i have to do all this thing over again because i wasn't i didn't know that somebody was going to jump out in the last two seconds of this level cool <laughs> yeah and um what were about to say i Oh, no, I was going to say, like, that is kind of annoying, but it also does, like, the a few times, like, because you'll get into that situation sometimes where you might die from it, but there might be a situation where you you notice it split second, and then you slow down, and then you reflect yeah, it back. Yeah. So it, it leads to some cool situations as well, but it also can lead to, like, some, like, that's... Yeah, unless yeah. you've used up all of your, um, you know, your slow motion skill, and then you get to that point, and oh, you're yeah. like, oh, well... That was the last enemy, but he got the jump on me. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I think I, honestly, like I, it, it was annoying. It wasn't like greatly impacted how I felt about this game. I did think that I, I, and I didn't. I don't remember as many instances of what my brother was talking about, but those instances were more frustrating because it's like, um, what's the point of me? Y'all know how I feel about cameras. What's the point of allowing me to control the camera if I can't see everything that I need to see? Yeah. Like, why am I running down this long-ass hallway with, I can't see the end of it for you to, you know, have somebody be able to shoot me before I can even see him. And, like, I, I, it wasn't like I was trying to be, like, a bad boy or tough guy or anything, but I, I, I didn't really use slow slow motion a whole, whole lot. And so, like, I, I always felt like I reacted too slow in instances mm-hmm. where, like, I'm, like, I, I waited a split second too too long to, like, slow motion and reflect a bullet. And so a lot of times I just opted to do, I was rolling a lot more than, than doing slow motion for my playthrough. And I feel like the game is balanced enough where you can get by pretty much the entire game without using slow-mo, but it's there if you just, yeah, just yeah. want to use it, you know? Oh boy, I, <laughs> I would not even have attempted that the way I was <laughs> I think it's I think it's possible. Like I, I think, like, I don't know if there's a mode, but I think they could totally do a mode where it was like, okay, for this entire level you have this this bar for slow motion and once you use it it's gone and so like instead of letting it replenish i i bet that could be like a cool like kind of challenge mode or like some type of thing that people do on you know streaming or something like that i think that could be really cool i know they had a hard mode i don't know what the hard mode entailed for it yeah that was something i was going to ask you too um do y'all think this game was too easy mm. It felt just about right to me where it's like, it's not like you, it's, it's not super challenging, but at the same time, especially compared to easy. hotline Miami. Oh, well, I mean, like, it's definitely not as 
Uh, I, I feel like Miami there were times like, in Hotline Miami where I got stuck. For whereas with this game, on levels I, think I the got slow stuck motion at, was <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of like okay, I know how I need to readjust. But with Hotline Miami, it was like on those levels you kind of had to do things, you know, almost perfectly or you know make less mistakes. Whereas this game was a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. I also I felt, felt like the, the slow motion bar recharged too fast. Too fast, yeah. So yeah. that yeah. it helped. That, it helped to make it seem easier because you could just use it for one room and then wait for mm-hmm. like 15, 10, 15 seconds, and you can have it for the next room. And and yeah, there is a timer too that goes on, but like I've never, I never ran into a situation where I just the timer went out on me. I, I was thinking there would be something like a, a combo or, you know, like something to incentivize you to kind of chain all these rooms together, yeah. but there really wasn't. And like, I, I don't know, like I, I thought maybe that could be something cool that they, that, that happened, but I, I was, there was nothing like that. The other thing, um, I, I didn't really feel like the AI was too smart in this game. Like, like, I, I, like you could literally clear out a room of people, and I know you're not doing like guns. It's not the same as Hotline Miami, like. But I, I felt like they're like when you when you cleared out a room in Hotline Miami. I feel like a lot of times it's uh, I guess if, because if you did it melee, I guess that's a whole completely different ball game. But I just felt like you could just clear out a room, go to the next room, clear out a room, go to the. You never had to worry about like aggroing the next the next group of people. And I yeah, kind of wish that they were more they... alert to what was going on, or something like that. Yeah, that's true. There was there was only a few incidents like that, and the barrels in the room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like. But other than that, you could bluff, and they could be shooting, and they can't hear through the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, can I can I ask you guys something? This is something that I this is like the main thing that I've been thinking about. I think that the combat in this game is cool. I just didn't like. I don't know if it's like I just didn't enjoy it as much or maybe it was just a lot easier, but I didn't feel like it was as rewarding as I did in, in Hotline Miami. And that was like the biggest issue. That was a big issue that I did have with the game where it was like, I feel like there's like the same amount of things that you can do, but it wasn't as fun slash rewarding to clear out a room to me in this game as it was in Hotline Miami. To me, it just... For me, I got that sense, but I also got the opposite. Like if I did something that was really cool, like it just depended on like how the how the fights went out for, or and if it, if it, if I thought it was cool, I was kind of fun. It's, it's just like I I felt like I never felt like I was disadvantaged in this game. Like I felt like no matter what, I had all the like I had slow motion, I had an invincible roll, and I had um, a sword that for whatever reason could reflect bullets. And, like, you didn't have... I struggled to have the moments that I had in Hotline Miami where there are three dudes running at me. I have three bullets. I, you know, I miss one of them. I have to throw my gun. And then I'm kind of, like, backtracking, scrambling because this guy is, like, has the jump on me and he's more of a threat. Like, I don't feel like the enemies in this game are a threat. So I didn't have the same rush in combat in this game. Like, I felt like me and... In Hotline Miami, I felt like you and the enemies were equals, and I didn't feel that game that way in this game. I felt like I was like God mode in this game. Well, I mean, you were technically 
But you, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I just felt like I was so OP in comparison in this game that, like, combat scenarios, it didn't matter. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, I went through every single session on my first try. Like, I did die in this game and on all that. But it just, it, it, it just felt like it was, like, I made a mistake and I got caught slipping and not, like, oh, no, no you no, know. No, like, no. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's That's totally fair. Because, the, okay, the one thing that I hated in this game, uh, you know how, like, you can drop between floors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I died so many times because I would try to roll, but it just drops me from the floor. And then, like, it would aggro somebody, and then I would get shot when I'm, like, not even, like, that's not what I was trying to do. I hated, mm-hmm. I hated mm-hmm. that, the, the dropping on the floor, and the, cause, like, it was, I always was trying to roll over there every time. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, you're, I agree, uh, you kind of are, uh. It, 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 it most of the deaths do feel like they come from you. It, it's yeah, it's totally fair. Like it, it's not cheap at all. Like I would prefer to feel like it was my fault I died and not that it was some cheap stuff. So I will give it that because I do feel like sometimes in Hotline Miami it is like you you there are cheap deaths, but like it just it just Hotline Miami you, and Hotline Miami, which I don't even know if we sh- we should be really comparing it this much to it. But in Hotline Miami, I did I do feel that I had to think more mm-hmm. on a, if I got you stuck. Had to plan I would have to like, like okay, I need to do this differently, or I need to try. Maybe I should clear out this room first instead. Um, but you don't really have to do that this game. There are a couple instances where you can kind of branch off where they have like, oh, you can you can access this room here and drop in here and, and, and come at it from a different way but there were so few and far between that this game felt a little bit more linear in, in how you it took out so it didn't necessarily feel like like Hotline Miami it feels more like a puzzle in, in a sense where you can kind of go at it or at least more open ended maybe not like a puzzle but you can you can approach it from different angles where I felt like in this game it's like you always know what you have access to. You always have your sword. You always have slow motion. Um, and the, the enemy, the, 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 the items aren't randomized like they are in Hotline Miami. And um, it, it's, it's more like, okay, you go to this room and then you go to this room and this room. And then once you're in that third room, that's when it branches off. And and so it, it felt a little bit more linear. Um, yeah, and by that point then, all almost like you've killed... Ninety percent of the, the yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you you beat the level and you're like oh I could have just retried it and did it you know? yeah yeah exactly am I am I tripping like uh, do you, do you guys uh, Trevor and Greg I, I, you guys have been quiet I just I kind of get where you're coming from I guess where there's like more or well I don't know I guess are you trying to say there's like less instances of like improvisation in this game compared to like uh in miami yeah like i i kind of feel like uh combat is in a sense like is more limited even though you have more things at your disposal i feel like it's just like you don't get that i I didn't get that same rush of like oh this encounter was hard It, it was just like oh i messed up and um one of the things that I, I read a lot of reviews for this game, and one of the things that I saw a lot of people say, and, and I and I do agree with, is that like the back half of this game, especially, it seemed like it went from being a little bit more like, you know, do do things how you want to do it, to like I feel like at the end there were only one or two ways to complete a, a section. 
I felt and like it towards just the be- end they gave you more options, but I guess I don't know. Not not necessarily, and I I just felt like it was just like yeah, I I felt like that on a few levels, um, like towards the latter half, because there would be instances where, um, so you would enter a room and straight ahead, you know, there's just a ton of enemies. And if you mm-hmm. keep trying to go into those enemies head first and, you know, use all of your abilities rolling, um, using your slow motion skill, um, deflecting bullets and all that, you'll never make it through. But then if you look up, you'll realize there's like a, a room above you that you can mm-hmm. enter and it gives you either a, like a Molotov cocktail or um, the um, the smoke um, to where enemies can't see you. And it kind of makes the level trivial after that once you find that yeah one of the levels i can think of is that one where like the the level where you're going it's like the zigzag i think it's like the 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 elevator crashes and you're going zigzag down those stairs and it's basically like okay there's two enemies here i'm gonna come down i have to take care of those two enemies but immediately when i go down the other stairs i'm gonna you know aggro the next person and it was just like there was no they were giving you. They were even giving you items like you'd you'd kill these two enemies, and then there's an item behind them, and then obviously you're using that item for the next person. And then the the other one I could think of is when you're actually going down the elevator in that last facility, where it's like each floor was its own scenario, and so the elevator door would open, and then the lights would come on into that that floor. I felt like that was super. Just like you have to figure out the correct way to clear out this this place. And I didn't feel like it was like as improvisation, like as much uh, left that much creativity as the earlier levels had. I guess I could say. No, I agree on that one because like usually that scenario when the the door opens, if you don't dodge right away, <laughs> like a roll, like you get shot. Like so, you were kind of forced to do over and over if you messed up. Yeah, I mean, I, I can kind of see that. I, I guess it didn't bug me as much and. I mean, Hotline Miami is definitely, like, a harder game, and you definitely have, like, more tools in, like, bad situations. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I guess it's kind of like I, I don't expect the same thing out of it, but I guess it's kind of natural to try and draw. Com- yeah, like, it's it's, like I'm, I, it's weird because it's like I think combat in this game is good. But it doesn't hit me or, like, connect with me the same way it did with that game. And I'm drawing, you know, like, the differences between those two games. Where it's like, I never felt like I was in danger or, like, even, even like, the bosses in it. And, like, I, 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 like, like, literally every combat scenario, it was like, how, why did I, you know, oh, I messed up and I didn't, you know, slow motion in time or... Um, I should have I should have rolled and then slow motion or or just something simple like that yeah. where it was never like and and I guess that's like a, a good way that's good balancing like I I think I would rather feel like it was my fault in every scenario and for whatever reason I'm I'm very able and capable of accepting that on a platformer when it's like oh I mistimed my jump and I died versus like in a combat in a, a game like this where it's just kind of like I wish there was like a I had a sense of uh, hopelessness in combat. Sometimes I wish that it seemed like the 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 combat scenario ahead of me was very daunting, but it just never felt that way. And that that was the thing. Like, and, and like even 
and I don't even know if maybe I would have enjoyed combat more if like maybe they what if they like I was thinking about like what if they introduced like the slow motion mechanic later in the game like maybe you know uh, you're playing you're playing and then you know three or four levels into it then you get introduced to slow motion mechanic and so like I, I can see what it was like before I had this and then I can see what it was like afterwards but it's just like you have everything everything that you start off with is what you have at the very end of the like you don't get anything more mm-hmm. and it just like it, it I don't think it ever gets any more challenging they just throw more enemies at you that that is the 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 difficulty and it's not necessarily like the enemies get any like a special way of taking them out right. or anything like that you know yeah that's a fair point and, and like I said I, I I think the combat in this game is good it just wasn't challenging it wasn't what I was looking for it wasn't like reward rewarding for me I guess uh, and in Hotline Miami if isn't there like a little bit of unpredictability to like how the AI reacts to things in that game too compared yeah, to like yeah. this where I feel like you kind of know how every enemy is going to react to specific situations where like Hotline Miami sometimes you just go in their way the next run you do it they don't run the same way mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean you can kind of kite them in a, in a sense but then like another thing too is just like it, 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 using a gun gets you different like aggro's people in a way that you know melee weapons don't. Well, in this game, you don't get to use a gun. So, like, like Trevor was saying, like, you would think if the enemies heard their homies shooting a gun, they would go investigate, but they never do. So, like, you can literally like kick in the door, reflect the bullet, go to the next room, wait till the guy is doing his, you know, uh, his path. Till he gets behind the door, kick that door, kill him, and then you have you know like it 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 it, it just was a lot simpler. It's weird and rules, like, right? Like they only react to gunshots in the same room, and then the only thing that draws people from different rooms is explosions, and that's really mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There was another, there's another instance for how, I guess, dumb the AI was to me in this game was there was a, a level where you can turn off the the laser whenever you want. And oh, yeah. you could get their attention, turn the laser off, and, uh, and then they'll start running towards you. Turn it back on and kill them. And then, but when as soon as you turn it on, the the person behind them will stop running towards you. But then you just turn the laser off. He just seen his teammate get disintegrated by it, <laughs> but he'll still run towards you. You just turn it right back on. Like so, that was another another instance of how. And that, that conveyor belt with the crusher too. Yeah, that one too. That one too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Same concept. Yeah. So I, I like like I said like I. I I think the combat in this game was fun. It just wasn't like rewarding. I guess is what I'm. And like I like it, it's a problem for me because that's like the main part of this game personally for me. Like the aesthetic of this game is awesome. the The music in this game is awesome. Like the the vibe of the game is cool. But like the combat just doesn't. It's like almost like there. It's almost there for me. But it's just like that's the thing. And to me, that is the most important thing in like this game because that's. The story in this game, I don't like. Whatever, <laughs> like, yeah. it's it, it's nonsensical. So like, I I just was like, and, and I guess that's the thing that that's why I was like trying to com- comparing it to Hotline Miami so much because it's just like it does these other things that this game that I really like does well, and it's just falling short on this one thing. I mean, even the story, like the Hotline Miami story, is also nonsensical and. The the thing I will say is that like I never felt like the story was like the 
I don't. I didn't feel like it was important in Hotline Miami, but I, I for whatever reason in this game, I felt like the guy, uh, Justin Standard, like he wanted the story to be important in this game. <laughs> And they they make some decision or he makes some decisions in this game about how he wants to present things, and I feel like the whole like, um, like, are are we done talking about combat? <laughs> I mean, I think we pretty much kind of went over all the. So like, um, I feel like the whole back half of the game is like a lot of story delivering story beats, but like I just never I never knew what was going on. And I never felt like it, like it, it never felt like it mattered because it never felt like it was clear. It was super like obscure and kind of like, I don't even want to say going over my head. It's just like a lot of times it was just like, I don't know what's going on. It was very, um, what's that show? Um, Twin Peaks <laughs> Lost, it, where it, it's just it like. It never really came full circle. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it tries to, but it, it's never to the point where like, Oh, that's why this person did this at the very beginning, or you know, it, there was never really like a huge callback to to something that that happened significant in the earlier half of the game. And it's a shame because I, I do feel like this game does, I mean, a much better job than like of like creating characters than like Hollow Miami. You know, like the relationship with Zero and that girl is kind of like interesting. Um, the relationship, like. Um, even some of the di- dialogue in the game, like, I, did you guys, so you, this game was very similar to, um, in, to Gunpoint in a sense where you, you could, you know, have multiple options of how you wanted to talk to somebody and, you know, like they react to what you say and you're like kind of, you know, just having a, a, a conversation or whatever, but you could also like be impatient with them and just like mm-hmm. be rude and deliver like a rude line or whatever too. And that was based on a timer. And that, that was a cool way of like introducing some, some agency and just like how, how you wanted your interaction with these people to go. Yeah. And kind of um, like, and if, like, like the, you as the player, you know, a lot of times when you see a lot of dialogue, you're just mashing a to skip through it all. So if you're doing that in this game, it kind of, um, you know, You're rude to everybody. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and like there was some. Did you guys? Did you guys do any of the the trees or like? I, I can think of one uh, encounter I had with that the girl in one of the first ones where I told her I was a cosplayer. <laughs> oh yeah, I did that too. Yeah. Yeah, where you tell her she, she, you're a cosplayer, and then you get stopped by the police, and then they're like, "Hey, wh- wh- where are you coming from?" And then she like covers for you, and that's really cool. And then you see her later in the game, and then she's like, "I looked up that anime you told me, and I didn't find it." And you're just like, "Oh yeah, of course you never heard of it." <laughs> and there's like I, there's like cool dialogue, um, like you you have a psychiatrist that you're talking to, and like you can like you know. respond and and give like a a talk about like the dreams or nightmares that you're having or you can like kind of talk about your day with him and um you can be short with him and or not um there's a little girl uh like your neighbor that you can interact with and you can be nice to her rude to her and like i i i really enjoyed like the moment-to-moment encounters with these individual people but like ultimately one of the things i read that like it didn't really majorly affect the story you know like yeah 
there was going to be some holes too where like you had this interaction with somebody but no matter what how the interaction panned out the next time you saw them they were like not gonna call back to that interaction but call back to your whatever happened that day so it wasn't necessarily like the greatest but it, it was it was cool to just like be able to have some moments with some characters but ultimately like it, it amounted to nothing because I, I didn't really feel like I knew where the story was going at any point in time and, and I feel like he probably like that was like a conscious decision just because development manpower like well obviously I don't want to like have this story go in a bunch of different ways you know, uh, options or whatever person making it so maybe that was just like a thing of like he just wanted you to pay attention to the story so he put that in but he didn't want to go the whole way and like sure like yeah i'm definitely not faulting him like i had no idea it was made by one person so that makes this like super you know like a major accomplishment so i'm not trying to take anything away but like a lot of what it seemed like was like you'll find out in the dlc yeah or you know in the sequel and it's just kind of like man like do we have to do this can like (laughs) can we have a little bit of closure (laughs) a little bit i'm trying to feel like uh, i feel like we covered like Everything, most of the things that I wanted to talk about, there was only a couple of other things that I wanted to point out, but I don't know if you guys have anything else that you guys wanted to touch on. Mm, nothing in particular. I think we're kind of... There was one thing I was going to come back to. Um, it was when y'all were talking about, um, I guess, aiming in the game, using a yeah. controller versus uh, mouse and keyboard. And while I was playing mm-hmm. on the Switch Lite, um, I don't know if this is the same on controller... But there was really only one weapon you had to aim with, like with the um, the right uh, stick. And that was, I don't know what it was called, but it was like a um, like a, a, a detonation type. Oh, like the remote mine thing? Yeah. Because yeah. Um, any other weapon, any other um, projectile weapon that you had, um, it was, it, you basically threw it in whatever direction you were facing. And then if like there was an enemy in front of you, it kind of auto aimed. But with the um, you know the remote detonator, um, you pretty much had to aim with that because if you didn't, it would just throw it like you know Straight wherever. Ahead. Yeah. And so if you had an object in front of you and you were trying to throw it like straight up um, for enemies that are like on the floor above you, um, you basically just end up throwing it down the hall. Well, I mean, I had situations where like. I guess maybe we didn't use items the same way. I really like using items in this game. And there were situations where I threw items upstairs or like I was standing like on top of a car and I threw it down at somebody like down forward. So there was like a little bit of aiming required for some of that stuff. Um, and it, I, I don't know, like it wasn't yeah, ideal because a lot of times too, like, like, especially like I can't think of like when you're at the, 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 the prison, and you're sitting on a cop car, and there's two enemies ahead of in front of you. I wanted to throw it at the person in front, but it auto, it, or excuse me, at the person in the back, but it always auto locked to the person in the front, and that was a little bit annoying because the person in front had a shield, and I wanted to throw it at the person that had a gun out and about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it, it wasn't like, I mean, it it worked. I it I, I'd say more often more often than not, it worked. I would say like. 80 to 90% of the time I got the item where I needed to go. So it wasn't like a big deal for me, but like, it was like, I could understand why it'd be annoying playing on keyboard and mouse where you're like, 
oh crap, like I guess I need to move my mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the um, fix, Trevor? So no, on um, keyboard and mouse, the throwing stuff I didn't have any issue with. It was literally just a slash. Uh, not realize that my mouse isn't like past the midpoint section, and so when I'm running, I just roll at somebody. There was a couple times where I'd roll at them and it'd be the last enemy too. I'd roll at them, and especially if I'm going up uh, the stairs too, mm-hmm. I'd roll at them and um, I'd slash, but I'd slash the wrong way, and then um, you can't slash fat twice enough before they can. Yeah. Kill you. Um, but the, as far as the throwing, yeah, I I didn't notice having to really aim with the throwing as long as I was past that half point section. It was kind of auto, which I was a little bit disappointed because there were some times where I wanted to throw. You like, want to choose what person. person? Yeah. Yeah. And so the fact that it, it was kind of calibrated or set to basically auto, essentially, it was a little disappointing. But yeah, I didn't have any issues with the throwing. Can we talk about some more nitpicks I had? <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, was there something else? Are we discuss- that you're discussing after? Uh, no, I mean, if you got something, you can you can say something. I just want to discuss how broken the dragon was. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll talk about that after. We'll talk about that after because we can we can end with something good. <laughs> can we talk about how bad that motorcycle level was? That little throwback to Battletoads. I didn't think it was that bad. That level that was, was trash. Was tra- yeah, because like th- that part was. So- I just felt like this was a waste of time. Like it was, like it was, like, it was too long. One, one, too long for sure. Like, like as much as I was saying, I didn't like. Like the combat was good. It wasn't great. It was like I feel like the second half of the game. It felt a little bit more. I don't want to say rushed, but like half baked, well as thought out ideas. Like I felt like the level design kind of dropped a little bit. I felt like some of the like I, I like I do felt like he, the dude just like okay I'm gonna throw more enemies at them and like it just didn't feel like it felt like it was rushed and I didn't necessarily feel that way in the first half of the game and so like that level in particular it felt like we had to think of some way to have this long drawn out s- scenario dealing with those two characters zero and V. And I, I don't know, I I didn't really, di- I didn't like that level at all. And the other thing that I wanted to say was the stealth sequences in this game were trash too. Yeah, those like, sucked. Yeah, and it was just like, th- those didn't seem well thought out. Like, there were so many times where you're just standing around waiting. You know what? And like, now what? that I think about it, I forgot all about those st- stealth levels. <laughs> like, they're not memorable at all. Exactly. And like, I think there was two or three times when they, they I think... For sure, two, maybe three, but it just was like you're just standing behind a door, just waiting and waiting and waiting, and like it, I don't know, like it. It felt cool at first. I think sneaking into the nightclub, I think sneaking in was really cool, um, but like trying to sneak past all those police officers in that jail was not like it wasn't the move. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I wanted to ask, did you guys? Sneak past them all. I killed him. I killed him. I, yeah. I tried to. I, I, tried, I tried to. But it was just I, too I, much waiting. I, I felt like I was like after I did that level and I like killed him. I was like, you know, normally I would have played that, but I just didn't really see a way to not have to kill them. Like to not have to kill at least one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like I it just I was I was disappointed because like I, I felt like that could have been something that they did to kind of maybe stand out and maybe I wouldn't have as much like going into a scenario being able to stealth or 
um, combat would have been really cool and like, uh, but I just don't think stealth in this game was like a viable option. Like, and like the, the few times that they had it, it just kind of was like, this is, I don't even say it's not fun because like stealth doesn't necessarily have to be fun. It just wasn't effective. It felt like it was underwhelming. Yeah, and and then the last one was like the, just the minecart section. I thought that part was kind of like, I, like that was short, so I didn't like hate it, but it was just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> See, I, I actually liked it. Um, it reminded me of Donkey Kong. Yeah, I was, like, oh, <laughs> I was like, man, this is kind of cool, but it is one of those. It was one of those things where it's like. It was that it was that type of scenario we were talking about earlier, where it's like there's only really one way to beat it, and if you 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 mess up once, you you you'll probably get it within the next try or two because you have to do the same. There's only one way to beat that part, mm-hmm. so it's just, did it, we're, we're, meaning it wasn't that difficult. Yeah, yeah, like there, yeah, but like so, like like I said, it, it wasn't like super hard or whatever. But I I just didn't really care for it. But it was like the perfect length, like. It was enough of it to leave an impression, but not too much where I'm just like, can I get over this? Unlike the motorcycle section. <laughs> it was just a nice change of pace. Yeah, that change of pace versus the motorcycle. Man, because like, the whole game, you know, the bullets are coming at you mad fast, and you have slow motion, and then they switch it up to the motorcycles where you're technically should have less chance to react to them. Uh, they, they slow it down too much, and you literally can deflect everything. And then on top of that, they have a timer that you can see for when they can shoot again, and... Uh, yeah, the motorcycle level was trash. I hated it all around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you wanted to talk about... Did you guys have anything else? Negative? No? All right. Well, let's... let's what, what are the... Let's, let's talk about it, Trevor. I just thought, you know... <laughs> like, so they introduced the character. Uh, you think that you're like the dragon the whole time? Uh, the, the, uh, basically, the, the, the news, like every... Every time you fin- you complete a mission or, you know, c- kill a target, um, at the end of the day, your character is like kind of, you know, in his, in his apartment just watching the news and they talk about some, um, what happened in the, the killing and then they dubbed the killer, you know, um, the dragon. So you're assuming that you are the dragon and then you get to actually meet the, the, the dragon and you get to play one level as the dragon. And... If you think the slow motion that you have on your main character is is broken, they took it to a whole nother level. This dude, instead of having the option to throw items, his right click or whatever button that you guys use on the controller is, uh, he's got this move where it slows down time and he can dash probably about like 20 to 25 feet, killing anything in sight. And it, I'm pretty sure he becomes immune to any bullets as well. Uh, and just playing him was so fun because you just dash through like four or five people and you can dash through uh, laser beams and uh, you also dash through to, through the uh, the sentry turrets that kill you. I don't know. That, that level was just so fun. I was like, I was like, man, if I have to play this dude, I'm just going to let him dash through me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like it, it wasn't like there was a timer on that ability, but he still had like slow down and a normal roll and and um you know his slash attack but then instead of like you said instead of having picking up items he had this additional ability that was just super sick and yeah that that section was super fun to play and like that was like one of the times where like 
it was super rewarding to play that because it was like, oh, this character is even more broken than the character I'm playing, but it's fun. <laughs> and, and I think one of the, the cons of playing him, which is something that I found out, was that after you use that dash or whatever it is, you can't immediately slash. Yeah, you, that's true. You couldn't, you couldn't regular slash. So if you dashed, killed multiple people and landed right in front of somebody, which did happen to me, mm-hmm. you're pretty much dead. Unless not if you, you not slow, if you motion, slow and motion and roll, baby. Unless you dodge, yeah. <laughs> but if you don't realize that, for I didn't really, you know, like, yeah, you're not yeah. used to that. So like, there's I got killed like a couple times just because I'm like, oh, I should be able. To, I'm trying to slash right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the only other thing I could think of is like I I kind of wish, and maybe it's just because it, it's the same, you know, side scrolling, you know, game. But I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells lately, and I was just like, man, I wish I could double jump. Or I wish I could just jump and roll. <laughs> like I, mean, I wish it, it, this game felt like a game that would have those as uh, uh, m- movement options, but you you couldn't you couldn't do either of those. And I was just like, damn. And it didn't. <laughs> I guess because there's not like and, a lot of verticality to most of them, and he has a wall jump, so maybe they're like that's good enough. Yeah, for sure. Like I understand why, but it's just kind of like I wish he had this option. Uh, there was a couple times too. I don't know if this happened to you guys, where like I run into a room, and like I would go into slow motion and I would s- swipe at something, and it would still hit me because it's like just above where my blade hit. And those were so annoying to die that way sometimes. Oh, Whereas yeah. like I timed it and everything, and it just like it was just above my uh, my my blade's reach. Yeah. The- that was one thing that kind of got on my nerves a couple of times where the timing of like your roll and when you come out of it is super because there was one level where there was an enemy um there were two i think there were two riot shield and then a guy with a shotgun like at the top behind of the, the door well they were behind a door and the first enemy like they didn't patrol um so they weren't moving but the first enemy behind the door wasn't standing in the doorway to the point where you could hit him with the door and get that quick Mm -hmm. kill. So you had to open the door and then slash to hit him and then, you know, still use your uh, slow motion and roll in order to get to the other two enemies. And they're just barely outside of your roll's reach to the point where, like, you have to... Like, you can't release your roll too soon or else you'll end up getting hit by the first um, or the second riot guy's shield. It's it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. There there are some things in this game where there is a lot of room for error, but there were situations like that where sometimes the enemies I don't know the reacted timing, differently or did different things. It was just like the timing had to be more precise. There there was one for me where it was like you you go down this like you're you're coming down a hallway and there's two enemies on the other side of the door. One has a riot shield that's not patrolling, and the other one is a shotgun enemy that's patrolling. And then, on like, also, that room leads up and down stairs. And so, at the top of the stairs, there's another guy with a, a gun. And so, I always hit the door to kill the guy with the shotgun that was patrolling. Then I would roll through the riot shield guy, turn around and slash him, and... Then it was just a matter of how quickly I did that to determine where the guy at the top of the stairs was. 
because sometimes he'd still be at the top of the stairs. Sometimes he'd be on my level. Sometimes he would be on the stairs. And so, like, I, I and like it was just one of those levels that was really long. So I couldn't see, like, it was really wide. So I couldn't see everything on, like, one uh, go through. So it was like, he would be on the edge, like I like when I'm running to the door. It was just far enough that like he wasn't on the screen, so I couldn't guarantee to know where he was until I did the roll and killed the the guy with the riot shield. That's when he'd pop up on the screen, and it was just like fifty percent. It was like thirty three percent chance he was at the top of the stairs, thirty three percent chance he was coming down the stairs, and thirty three percent chance he was on my level. So like every time it was something different, and that was a little bit annoying because it also depended. Like one of the things too, they did add a little bit of variability, but it was a little bit frustrating. Was like when you died, the um, the enemy's location where when you started would ne- not necessarily be like their their loop was still going. And so, like, they may not be in the same spot. So, like, maybe, like, the way you start this scenario is you kick the door in on somebody and you kill the person behind the door. But they're on a patrol route. And then sometimes, like, if you've, you know, you've, you've ran the level, like, seven times, you got really far, and then you die, maybe that eighth time you started, he's no longer behind the door. He's, like, way further on. And that was a little bit frustrating, too, where it was just, like, there was a couple times where I'm like, I, like I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. I have my, my pattern down. But then it, like, kind of takes you out of your groove because they're not in their spot that they need to be in anymore. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me. And it's just kind of, it's like a like a minor inconvenience. But, yeah, it gets, it can be a little annoying. Yeah. Hotline Miami would never. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just it was just a little bit annoying, like especially on the later levels when they were like a lot longer. Um, so it was a little bit frustrating. Where it's like you know, like granted, you you know, spending at most what three minutes on a level or on a second a section. So it wasn't like it was like you lost ten minutes of game time or whatever. But like you know, like you have your rundown. You know, I've died twelve times or whatever, but I, I I've got it perfected. And then it's like okay, you're ready to go. And then it's like damn, I gotta wait fifteen seconds for this enemy to get here so that i can start this Mm -hmm. thing up um so yeah uh that was annoying sometimes uh anything else the only thing i would leave off with intimates is y'all this game he was a mashup between hotline miami Mm -hmm. two games which we Mm -hmm. um so greg great game great experience i'd say good game great experience okay Trevor Jones. <laughs> Sorry, lyric. Um, great game, great experience. Oh, it's, it's a fine game, fine. Brother, great game, great experience. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with you. Good game, good experience. Um, I, like I said, like I, <laughs> I just can't shake it from that other game. I, I, I just can't. It's just like it. It was there on the music, it was there on the aesthetics, it was there on the convoluted story, but it was just like the combat that was holding it back and for me. And I just yeah. I, I, I for the the four of you or three of you, would you guys recommend this game to somebody? I would. I I think most people would probably dig the uh I mean I guess it depends on how much they've played or like if they played a lot of hotline miami if that's the case they may not enjoy it as much but i think it's well rephrase that rephrase that let me rephrase that would 
Would there be a scenario where you would recommend this game instead of Hotline Miami to somebody? No. Yeah, I would. You know, if I was gonna, a hundred percent of the time, you would you would always go with Hotline Miami I, first. I would preface the Hotline Miami thing as like, "Hey, this game's kind of hard." So as long as you're cool with that difficulty, then then I would say you're good. But like, if you want to maybe like an easy, easier, like similar experience, then this would be like the alternative. Okay. What about you, Trevor? Either, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um. Well, I. I don't think. I mean, I could recommend the game if it was on sale. If, if it wasn't, if it wasn't, I don't think. To me, it's to me. I, I would, I would hate to have somebody get this game for fifteen dollars and then they, they're not like, it, you know, they're disappointed with it because I feel like a lot of people could be with it. This at fifteen dollars, you think is like it's it's not living up to what is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think I think ten dollars. Ten dollars. I would say like if it's in the, if it's on sale for ten dollars less, and like someone's like, hey, I need a what's a good game, um, not too expensive, you know, and, it's, and they, or, you know, I would I would recommend this game then, you know, if it was okay. if it was on sale. But otherwise, you would recommend Hotline Miami. Okay. Even if Hotline Miami was full price and this game was on sale, Hotline Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, do you what, what do you think, Greg? Do you agree? Would you recommend this game? Like. Even at full price, or do you think that like I'm, I'm not trying to say I mean, this I game isn't worth fifteen dollars or whatever? Like I wouldn't recommend it at full price, but I mean, I dang. I don't know, maybe because I think it is twenty dollars normally, right? At twenty dollars, I'm fifteen. Oh, 15? Okay, never mind. Yeah, I got it at fifteen dollars, and I'm not too. I'm not like super mad, but like I'm like, dang man, I wish I wish I didn't miss that sale. Yeah, you you know what? It's just kind of like. Not to, I'm, we're gonna hammer this. We're gonna hammer this home. Actually, we're gonna hammer this home. Um, how long did it take you guys to beat this game? I think like four hours. What about you, brother? I would probably say around the same time. But and usually, like this game, like okay, another. I guess another cue as to why I don't think it's worth that. I, if if I would have liked this game, it, I would have not taken. I think I beat it over the course of like three or four days. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and. I this is it to me it's something that should be you can knock it out in probably two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, if you if you like really enjoyed it, so okay. I guess I didn't really like enjoy it. And what, and what about you, Trevor? Kind of how long did it take you to beat this game? Um, according to my switch, it said I finished it in five hours. And do do you, would you recommend this game? Huh. So y'all were leaving me hanging earlier. Okay. <laughs> I'm out here saying like why you know you're like you know it's not I, the same as Hotline Miami. I don't know what you would be looking for in order to recommend this game. Like if somebody were to say like I'm I'm looking for a game, but I want it to be like X Y Z. I don't know how I would fit Katana Zero into that without suggesting. A- I'm looking for a violent game with banging tunes. And um, (laughs) and a convoluted story story with some vaporwave vibes. vibes. (laughs) I'm looking for a game with style. (laughs) I mean, this this is definitely a game for this podcast because it's kind of like a hidden gem. But you could have stayed hidden. (laughs) (laughs) It's a it's a a hidden sarcastic (laughs) secure. So, so, like, I think I'm with you. I, like, I was three or four hours in. I think, like, 
I guess ultimately for me, I like I would be okay, you know, if to recommend this to somebody. To, like I'm kind of with Greg, where it's like Hotline Miami is a more challenging game. I will say that I think this game, both games have style. I think this game like is is looks cooler, like visually looks cooler. Um, I think it's easier, so I think that that is uh, what it has going for it. I wouldn't have a problem recommending this game for tw- uh, for twenty dollars. I will say though that I think the big thing for me is I don't foresee myself playing this game again. Not even for the DLC. You want to check it out? Is it free? I don't know if it's free or not. Nah, include that twenty dollars. Like if it, if it was free, it was yeah, I might check out the DLC. But like, I'm not replaying the game where like, oh yeah, I yeah, did yeah. not have a problem doing that with Hotline Miami. I got you. I, I, I and that. I feel like that is like the biggest thing where it's like, I had my like, knowing what I know, like the the the, the dialogue choices aren't going to really, you know, greatly affect. They're not going to affect the outcome of the game. It's just being able to see some more flavor text, right? So. And, like, the combat to me wasn't deep enough or rewarding enough for me to just be like, you know, I got to, you know, get that feeling again, you know? So, like, it's it just kind of like, I think this game would be something that it's like, you had somebody over and you're trying to kill some time. You could maybe boot this game up and let them play it while you're, you know, getting ready or whatever. But I think that would be about it. I, I know can, this I is... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but... No, you're good. I'm kind of, like, shocked at your $20 price point, because isn't Cuphead $20? Like, if someone's like, I don't spend $20, I'm like, get Cuphead over this game. I guess it depends on what kind of experience I don't have Cuphead. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, Cuphead's definitely a better game, for sure. Yeah, I don't don't have a problem, like, I, I... I, I hate to say like this game isn't deserving of, and actually we're we're mistaken. This game is fifteen dollars full price, so I, that that was on me. But like I I kind of don't want to say like some game doesn't deserve to be sold at a certain price point because that's not for me to say. Personally, I can say what I'm comfortable paying, but I think that this game like for twenty dollars isn't like the worst thing or whatever. But maybe like like Greg saying like you know fifteen dollars full price, and if the DLC is five dollars, like. That's a twenty dollar investment, but like that that would be fine, right? Uh, I think I some people to... can appreciate it at that fifteen dollar price, but I don't. I I wouldn't personally recommend it. I would recommend it when it's on sale. Uh, but I I don't see that people would wouldn't value this or the twenty mm-hmm. fifteen dollars. I can see there's definitely reasons why it would be. Sure. So uh, your guys, the moments you guys had in this game where you're like. I did something cool and I want to rewatch my replay. It wasn't worth it. I mean, there was like when it was cool, it was cool. Like there's definitely some times where, you know, like I just barely like dodged a bullet or another guy popped up and then I was able to get him, you know? So like it, it did have some cool situations like that, but I don't know. I didn't feel bad about the money I had spent on it. That's one thing, but yeah, there's, that's good. Yeah. Like you don't want to regret your, your purchase. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, there were some issues, but for the most part, I, I liked it more than I expected to. Because usually, when I see games with eight bit, you know, or not eight bit, but like kind of like sprite art, I just kind of automatically assume you they're all going to be a certain it. way, and I just kind of like am. And it's gotten to that point too, because like I, I like that that was what I was saying about when I talked to Dante and stuff. It's just kind of like there are so many games now that 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 doing that that it's no longer special. Or like unique, so like you have to do more than just look like an old game in order to like grab people now. Where I felt like before, like if you know, like 
10, 10 years ago or, you know, eight years ago, like it was like, oh, cool. Like this thing is, is coming back, but now it's back. And like, it's, it's kind of played out honestly. And, and so like, I, I, but I do think that this game looks good. I like, like I said, I don't think combat is bad. So like, I think to some people it does deliver on everything. It just, I, I guess I feel like for the majority of us or for all of us, it just doesn't quite hit everything we wanted. So speaking of Dante, he has to compare this game versus, I guess, as far as uh, value goes. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really remember a lot of Hotline Miami 2. Um, I remember it dragging in places and like doing things. It, 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 it It no longer was confined. Like I remember a lot of levels were no longer confined to being inside of a building. And they were outside and like you were, I think there were flashbacks to like V and, um, those were weak spots of the game. Um, so honestly, uh, maybe I would say this game is better than that, those sequences, but like, that's like, that's like saying like those, those weren't like, uh, all over the place. Um, so it would be like comparing, you know, like the vehicle sequence in this game to like Hotline Miami, where it's just like not really fair. There were some cool things they introduced. They introduced like, uh, I think they introduced a role. They, um, levels are a lot bigger. So like you start running into the issue that you, you may run into in this game, uh, in, in Katana Zero, where it's like, I can't see the whole map. So like, there's no telling what's over there. And those sections were frustrating. They also introduced dual wielding and being able to, um, play i think co-op i think it was co-op um so there's like some cool things but when i talk about hotline miami i'm like let it be known i'm talking about the first game i'm not talking about both games (laughs) does that answer the question (laughs) um you guys have any anything else do you regret trevor do you regret not picking super hot now (laughs) nope (laughs) (laughs) um well um where can people find you at greg uh you can find me on twitter at boombox hero and uh on twitch at twitch.tv slash magnegro with a z you know i'm gonna ask what's up streaming (laughs) uh so i wasn't streaming for like a week because uh my, my pc was down but uh when i do stream it's mostly uh Mostly Street Fighter, a little bit of a uh, little bit of Hearthstone, and then I did stream some uh, Into the Breach. Uh, um, but yeah, next Dang, time I, I, I gotta let too you heavy. Know, <laughs> I gotta let you know next time I stream. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I would, I, I man, I love watching people play that game. I think right after we recorded um, that episode, I was home alone and I just put on a stream and I just sat on my couch in my living room and was just watching Into the Breach. I'm still trash at it, but uh, I keep playing it though. You still playing yeah, it? Yeah, I still play it. Did you uh, Did you get a Switch yet? Uh, I I do have it, but we haven't given it to the kids yet, so like I can't play it. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, <laughs> but you know, this you going to introduce them to Enter the Breach, though. Yeah, first purchase, <laughs> day one. <laughs> uh, where can people find you at uh, Lyric? You can find me on the. You ain't streaming anything? Uh, well, I've been playing all the games on the Switch. Uh, well, I guess when we when we get to uh, some games, uh, your game for next next uh, year. Oh yeah, 
That won't be a Switch game. <laughs> unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, because I'm looking. I was looking forward to playing more Switch games or more gotcha. games on Switch. And uh, what about you, Trevor? Where can people find you at? On uh, Twitter at Trev Bino. Are you streaming anything? Do you can do you stream? Occasionally, but I haven't really still. Like if I stream at Call of Duty, but I'm not really streaming. Well, I appreciate you being on for this episode. Oh, I know. It's, the fans missed out on me, so you know, you know, I'm always here for them. You know, I do it for the cause. And... <laughs> I'll be or, back. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, you, uh, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Potato Salad. Um, if you like tuning into Miss Checkpoints to find out about hidden gems, cult classic, and indie games, then share us with your friends, family, and the not shitty subreddit community. Comment on our Facebook page, add us on Twitter, leave us a review, preferably five stars on Apple Podcasts so we can appear higher in the leisure category. Uh, we enjoy doing this. Uh, it's a lot of fun and also love hearing from you guys. So uh, tell us what you like, uh, what games that we play that you like, what you agree with, what you disagreed with, what games you think we should play next. Um, we have some some exciting news, I guess you could say, for 2021, but we'll keep we'll, we'll hold that till to our next episode and um i think we have um our list up for next year is up right trevor yeah think you posted that so we got um we got some bangers we got uh shinmu in january we got a uh, mega man battle network in february we have a double header in march we got a uh, cadence of hyrule and carrion and then um then in April, we have Gravity Rush. So uh, be on the lookout for those if you guys are playing along at the crib. Uh, then uh, make sure to pick those up. Uh, <laughs> probably want to emulate uh, uh, Mega Man Battle Network because uh, how much was it going for on eBay, Trevor? Like $50? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have that game, Greg? No, no. I, I pretty much sold oh, okay. most of my stuff in. Okay, I, I got that game on a. I got that game, so I, I think I might be the only one playing it with a physical Dang. copy. But yeah, there's a game that I want to play that it's like been. We used to own it. Um, I just I every time I go to my parents' house, I look for it. And I can never find it, and it's been a game that I wanted to play since we first started doing this show. And I think I might just bite the bullet and just be like, I'm gonna have to do this, play this on the emulator or something. Uh, I'll tell you offline. <laughs> okay. What about it? Yeah, that game is it's a banger. <laughs> You'll see, though. You'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, with that, uh, we're Miss Checkpoints and we're out. Peace. Peace.